Panic disorder, rage, severe depression On top of all that, I'm stressing uh -huh. Took a blind date to my therapy session And then tried to kill her Her first impression was I'm groovy I gotta be, I need a lumbotomy yes. But when I press play, trouble leaves up out of me Fuck the real world and my fat ass stuck in Cause in my music, hotties are fucking Woo. expression Getting out all I wrote Depression, ripping out all your throat And if my hearing was ever to go Mass murder would be inevitable I'm a Welcome back to another episode of Maniacal Music Musings. I'm your host, Jeremy, as always, walking in through the red mist with my poltergeist beside me. I picture you, my woman, as a guiding light leading me down paths of glory. I am helpless until I pick my harvest out here, giggity, where they pray with snakes. My co-host, though, mm, you could find him naked in my cellar as we perform a sexorcism while rolling around hot and satant. Oh my. He was looking for his beloved online but ended up getting a strip search naked in front of a computer. Oof. Bad boy. He wants to know your face though as the beast is yet to come. Motherfucking Chancy Greif. Hi. <laughs> it never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the fucking point. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, you may recognize the voice you're hearing besides uh, Chancey's famous laugh and my own. And that, of course, is our guest this week. As our guest we were supposed to have backed out last minute. But we are glad to have Shanna come on because she's always a fun guest and she's been a regular on our brackets lately. What can I say? But we are happy to have her here, and welcome, Shanna. Welcome back. I am what they call a frequent flyer. <laughs> or a habitual offender. Either or. Depends on the offense. <laughs> are you the offended Ooh. or the offendee? Neither. I have a feeling you're more the offendee, Shanna. But... I'm typically the offender. Yeah, she's usually yeah, she's more than my, typically my, the offender. Yes, yes, my English is all types of fuckers always. <laughs> but it happens, people, it happens. And yes, folks, this is a special episode. It's a five album extravaganza. Because why not? And because we had a couple episodes where guests backed out and we had Caesar A picks, so we said fuck it. We have the CDs. We listened to some of them. We listened to the rest of them this week, and we're gonna get them all done so we can clean out our freaking history here and move on to our next our next guest next week which just mentioned them today we'll see what they're gonna bring but first things first shanna what cd did you bring when you were asked to bring one this time uh one of my favorite bands like i've told many many people mumford and sons is like in my top five i would say they're number three and i brought their album delta Burning eyes, tangled up in morning white. Do you ever really know? Can you ever really know? Woman, watch you take me by surprise when she lets me call her mine. 
this CD mean something to you personally, or is it just a favorite? There's just, I have been really into like indie music for a long time. And I just, there's just something about the songs on this album that just kind of resonate with me. Like I find albums and I kind of circulate through, you know, an, an album or a band's catalog, like different times in my life and, you know, different albums kind of speak to me at different times. So this one is what, I mean, it's always spoken to me, but as an entire album, this one really hits home for me right now. All right. And maybe we'll find out more about that why in your top five. But Chancy, what did you think of Shannon's album? I I quite enjoyed it, actually. It was uh, not too dissimilar from an album I had chose I noticed last week. Uh, just by happenstance, you know, more than anything. I was just trying to find something that would match up with that guest's album that they had chose. And it just so happens to match kind of with what Shanna chose. So, I mean, Bluegrass isn't necessarily my favorite thing in the world, but I always enjoy good music when I hear it. And I, and I definitely enjoyed the album. You know, it kind of, I could definitely understand how did it uh, have sentimental meaning to individuals at certain points in their lives. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a lover of music too, but. Let I me have it, Jeremy. Of... Let me have it. <laughs> I, oh, you, you don't got to beg. But I mean, <laughs> I, I, I can't say Mumford and Sons exactly music I enjoy um i found a top five no 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 problem but just i literally listened to my way home from work and i was just like literally sitting in the car like there's not enough drugs in the world there's not enough fucking drugs in the world for this <laughs> like i'm like i would need every drug in the world put together to maybe be able to like this music maybe maybe and, and that's I mean, what's amazing about this show like, I ended up listening to two bands this week that I'd never heard of. Well, four bands, honestly, this week that I'd never heard of. And two of them, of the albums that were given to us made it onto my Spotify liked list, like the entire album. So, you know, and they're two bands I never would have been introduced to if it weren't for you guys. I, I find it kind of funny you didn't know one of them and not. Which is awesome because she's the one who initially made the quote about how awesome this show is because it introduces people to fucking music. Double yes. dip. Double dip. Yep. What's up? Well, I mean, you can double dip when we get off the show, Chancey. I'll let Casey know you're coming. But, because the beast is yet to come. But, okay, but first off, you. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, Mumford and Sons, I have always known the fucking name. I've always I've always heard of them, but I can't say I've ever, I could ever pick one of their songs out of a fucking like radio station. Right. And still couldn't, but they just sound like they sound like a lot of other bands out there that are like soft rock. And I mean, uh, some of their stuff is some of their stuff I could dig to a certain degree, but most of them it's like, oh my god, someone needs to go like like you ever seen that meme on Facebook of like when the BGs are trying to record staying alive and they're not getting the voices right. So 
the guy behind the booth goes over and just knees the lead singer in the balls a couple times to get him to sing a little higher. And yeah. Oh, it's a funny meme, but <laughs> or real. But like someone needs to go piss Mumford and Sons off so they start singing more angrily. That's my opinion. But but not everybody that, needs to be angry. I mean, yeah, there's they, bands there's bands out there that you are your go-to when you need anger and you need to, you know, release and have that cathartic experience. And then there's bands out there like Mumford and Sons for me when I need to connect with my emotions and, you know, take it back to the softer side. You know, I'm not exclusively one type of music fan or another. And I don't know. I, I don't discount a band simply because their type of music is not up my alley. Like, I'll give any oh. music a chance. Oh, I will, too. That's why I started this fucking show to begin with and dragged Chansey into it. But kicking and screaming. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Kicking and screaming. I just had to twist my fucking arm. I tell you what. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I just... See, I can't see when I would need Mumford and Sons in my life, I guess. That'd be... I mean, maybe if I want people to leave a party I'm throwing, or maybe if I want to fall asleep, then yeah, Mumford and Sons would be good for those occasions. But other than that, I just, yeah, I can't say I would ever actually put one of them in my liked on Spotify. Like, I just couldn't. And that's Which... fine. That's totally fine. And you may just, you know, Mumford and Sons may not be your cup of tea, but sometime in the future, you may hear a song by them that resonates with you at that particular moment. And you may be like, you know what? Okay, I may not like Mumford and Sons, but I like this song. And yeah, I mean, you know, that's kind of what this show's about too, is you know, like I don't like ninety percent of the shit that goes on on here, but I'm still gonna give it a shot. And like I said, you know, usually when I listen to the show, I get a couple of songs, like I write down your guys' top fives and I go check them out and I, you know, I put them on my list if I like them. If I don't, I flip you off for wasting five minutes of my time. And I move on about <laughs> my day. <laughs> or sometimes, sometimes, sometimes with certain albums we bring on, it's a good 10 minutes. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'll be honest with yeah. you. If you guys recommend a song that's 10 minutes long and I'm five minutes in and I'm like, this is fucking bullshit, I'm skipping. Like, <laughs> I'm moving on. No. I'm no, not listening no. to a song longer than it takes me to take a dump. Oh. <laughs> Well, one, you need to enjoy your jumps. You need to enjoy your dumps a little longer. But I two, go in there to sit and stink, not sit and think. Why not both? But per, I mean, uh, see, one, I'm gonna pull a CL Brown right now and be like, "Give me back my crown and my fucking wand. This is my damn show." But um, don't tell me, <laughs> don't tell me why I started my show. But uh, I mean, it's just, eh. I mean, yeah, I I go into every I go into every album I listen to for this show completely open. Trust me, completely open because it's my job kind of i don't get paid for it but it's my damn job and sometimes i was just like i go in like a lot of chances cds i go in being like oh god what now what now what now and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> what is this why am i enjoying it so and it's happened i mean dog fashion disco but i will say but so i mean i am it was a relaxing drive home because of this music but just yeah, I was. I so wanted to just turn it off and put on my music. So yeah. wanted to, but I was just like, "No, get through it, damn it!" And I did. But and but we're proud. Shano, yay, cookies for me. But Shanna, what were your top five for your CD? So, do you want me to start at number five and go to number one, like we typically do? 
Yep. Yep. That's the way we typically do it. All right. So number five, I had forever. I just, I like the, the feel, like not necessarily the music itself or the lyrics. I just like the overall feel that it gives me. And it's the same with the wild. Is my number four. Mm. And then number three is Picture You. Mm-hmm. Oh, we match. Number two, October Skies. Uh, no, we don't. There is something about October Skies that just, I don't know. It's one of those songs that resonates with me, even though I can't put my finger specifically on why. It just, it's something about the emotion that it, provokes not so much about the lyrics itself or anything like that um but just the the emotion that he evokes from me and then my number one is a woman because it is just it's my song it's probably top 10 favorite songs of all time it's just a beautiful beautiful song all right all right all right so yeah we met we matched on one so there you go but chancy pants what were your top five uh, number five for me was Beloved. Ooh, good one. Uh, number four was Forever. Uh, number three was Picture of You. Number two was Rosa Sharon. Ooh, good and one. Uh, number one for me was Slip Away. Good yeah. we, we matched on two and three, buddy. But there you go. If I had more, if I if my wife didn't drink my damn nips, I would be doing shots for each one time we match. But goddamn wife. But my top five for the CD, and like I almost didn't think I was gonna get a top five, but then it just happened. But because the first couple songs, I was just like, oh my god, this is like slow torture. But my number five was Guiding Light. Ooh, that is that is a good one. It seemed religious almost, but like. I didn't take it that way. Like it, see, I could kind of sense they wanted it to be like a religious song, like a God song, but like I just didn't take it that way. When I, I started taking it that way, and then like halfway, I'm like, I could see this in another light. I like the way that they do that song too. It is ambiguous, where you know you can take it in a religious connotation, or you can you know have it have a different meaning. It's not so specific that someone is like. That is a religious song, so I definitely like that about that song. And are they Jewish? Because where I heard like Jewish references in there, Irish. Well, huh. weird. But number four is "Woman," because that song did make me think about my wife. It's like, a beautiful so. song. Love it that is. song. It is, and yeah, number three was "Picture You." Because that also made me think about my wife. See, that's, a lot of these are going to be because they made me think about my wife. So, you know. And yes, folks, I'm actually talking about my wife in a good a good way for once in this show. <sighs> <laughs> going to heaven. but um, She's got to be a saint. Uh, it goes both ways, trust me. But <laughs> Number two was Rose of Sharon. Because I did hear the Irish in that. And I was like, ooh, the Scottish part of me loves this. Yeah. And then... My number one was Beloved because it made me think of my wife. And it was just a beautiful song about finding your beloved. And it also made me think of whiskey. Just saying. I did but, have uh, an honorable mention. 
Oh, well, yeah, you should have said that. <laughs> I had 42 on there as my honorable mention. Oh, the first song? I didn't. That's the that's the one that I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, I literally, <laughs> like she signed me up for this shit again? I enjoyed the last one better even. Uh, the freaking, who the fuck was it? Lumineers. Lumineers, yeah. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that one a little more even, so yeah. At least Lumineers that one was my more. number one band. This one is my number three. I mean, Lumineers are a little more upbeat at least, but... Yeah. They have other, yeah, they have other albums that are out that are a little bit more banjo heavy and a little, you know, more upbeat and tempo and everything. And those are fun. I I looked really, really hard to see if I could find a live album that had all of my favorite songs on there. But I kind of felt like that was cheating. Oh, Chancey did it with Gwar, so. (laughs) Gwar. And I I like Gwar, but I couldn't understand a fucking word they were saying because it was live. So, I loved yeah. in Empire Records when the dude's obsessed with Guar. <laughs> Guar is the best, though, man. Very theatrical. Oh, well, I mean, one of the bands we're going to be talking about today is kind of a uh, copy of Guar, but we'll get into that. But, so that concludes Shanna's CD. Chancy, what was the more redneck CD you brought forth for us on this five album episode. So the name of the album is uh, Western Expansion by a band called uh, Jared in the Mill. Night to be here in our youth. Stress has got the best of me. A party's all I really need. Let's make the calls and meet at someone's pad. The friends are good, the booze is too I finally sit and talk to you And find all the things in common that we have Tomorrow we'll talk about the things that we wish we didn't do Cause it's a perfect night to be here in our youth Uh, actually I saw these, I saw this band live Um <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't So like I, I, I was dating this girl for a very long time, and she and she broke up with me. And I actually, it's part of how I ended up in Des Moines in the first place, which is kind of like, you know, the city where everything happens at and whatnot. My and town. I decided on a whim that I was going to go out and I was going to go see a show because I hadn't seen a live show in a while. And uh, the location was the Vaudeville Muse. I loved their sound. Their acoustics is a it was amazing there. Uh-huh. And you know, paid for a ticket for me and a ticket for for my ex, just in case she decided she was going to show. We'd already we, we were still talking, but broke up. But she never showed. But I saw that band, and that band just kind of like they were touring that album and just a lot of the songs on the album just kind of hit got me in my feels as the kids would say these days all right well shanna as our guest what did you think of this album this was right up my alley like right up my redneck love and alley 
Um, I this was one of the albums that I ended up putting the entire album on my Spotify liked list, and then I actually went out seeking more music from them, and that's what I spent my day doing was listening. And hats off to you, Chansey, for introducing me to a new band that you know is like I said, right up my proverbial redneck alley, like the banjos, the folky, the, you know, just the whole feel, the vibe of it. I absolutely loved it. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad you liked it. Nice. Very much. And I'd never heard of them even through like, you know, sometimes when you're listening to Spotify, Spotify, feel free to sponsor us. Anywho, moving on. Um, you know how you can hit the enhanced feature and it'll play bands that are like the ones that are on your like list never even came up. And I've yeah. got put on there like need to breathe and Mumford and sons and Judah and the lion and all of that stuff. And it never came up. Mm-hmm. Somebody's nose is whistling. Someone's what got a mean? nose booger. Was it me? That's fucking weird. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. You couldn't hear it. I heard it, no? but I it's gone now. I mean, and that's weird. It's not between me. Nose, not... Between nose boogers oh, no. and and bacon raw bacon smells, I'm having a day. <laughs> it's a day. Yeah, must be a day here. But personally, like this album on the episode we originally were going to do with it, out of the two albums that weren't mine, this episode on that episode. This is the better one of the two, that's for sure. But that's, I, I, that's not saying much, kid. Come on now. But I actually that, enjoyed this. I enjoyed this album to some degree, actually. I did. I mean, there were some songs where I was like, gonna go down to Bama, find my sister, and hit the bedroom. But there's other songs where I was like, all right, this ain't bad. This ain't bad. I can dig this. It's more rocky than country. I can dig that. But I don't know. I just. <laughs> I honestly, I'm a, honestly, I don't remember the CD too much because I listened to it like March 18th or March 17th, so like 10, 11 days ago <laughs> for, for the episode yeah. I was supposed to be on. And I didn't have time today to listen to five fucking CDs. So I already had two done, thankfully, and one of them was mine. So I know that one by heart. But I mean, I did, I know, I know I enjoyed them. I actually, I believe I listened to them on my way to work at, that day and I did enjoy them. Like they were actually not bad for a ride to work. So kudos, Chansey. You actually made me. Almost dig some country. I didn't. I'm not, I'm not gonna say I heard any of the most possible. I wouldn't I call it country though. It's rough. yeah. It's like it's folk. It's folk. It's like bluegrass folk music. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I kind of want to know the story behind Jared in this mill, but is he where? Is it where he lost his virginity or what? Like, I don't know. It's a good band now. To be, it's they're not bad. They're not bad. Can't say I'd pay to see them live, but if someone took me, I can't say I would turn down the ticket. But I mean, it's just one of those things. I would buy the ticket. Like I would go online. Right. I would pay Ticketmaster prices. There are buy so the ticket. Other... Take the ride. Yeah. That, well, okay. Put it this way: if I'm buying a girl a ticket to this band, she better take the ride. But Jesus Christ. But I mean, for all just... the ladies listening, just because he spends money doesn't mean you have to say yes. Hey, hey, hey! I took my first girlfriend to see Dashboard Confessionals and paid for the fucking tickets. 
you better believe I got to ride that night. But because <laughs> I, oh, you couldn't pay me to go left see them fucking again. Oh my god, fucking horrible. But never heard of them until that point either, and I never wanted to hear of them again. Gold digging horse she was. But moving on, Chancy, your CD. What were your top five? Uh, number five for me was uh, Wrecking Ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four was In Our Youth. Hmm. Uh, number three was Love to Be Found. I have that uh, as number four. Number two was uh, Breathe Me In. Samesies. And uh, mm-hmm. number one was Just For Now. Motherfucker, I, you just ruined it. We literally had all the same songs until you got to number one. Not in the same order, but we had all the same songs until you got to number one. Yeah, I don't know, man. That that song fucking that song kicks me in the dick every time I hear it. What's that, Casey? You're coming to do that now? Okay. But <laughs> uh Shanna, what were your top five on Chancey's first CD? I had an honorable mention. I had uh Ooh. Know Your Face. Yeah. That was my honorable that was my honorable mention too. Yeah. Uh, number five was Tailwind. That's a good one. Four, Love to be Found. Mm. Number three, Ides of Fall. Yeah. Two, Breathe Me In. Mm. And one, Western Expansion. Yeah, that was a good one. All right. Well, for a chance you see you here, and I'm not going to say for a second, I remember the fucking reasons why. But I didn't write notes for it like I usually do. I don't know why. But, I mean, I usually do it while I'm driving. And I'm, like, writing notes on my phone while I'm driving. It's always fun. But, especially when you start mistyping everything. But, as I said, my honorable mention was Know Your Face. Number five was Western Expansion. Number four was Wrecking Ball. And I, when I first saw it come up, I was like, oh, God, not not, not a version of that horrible Taylor Swift song. It's Miley it Cyrus. They're all the same. But number three was Breathe Me In. Though when I heard that song, I was kind of, when I saw the name of that song, I was kind of picturing, like, if your significant other dies and, like, you get them cremated and, like, you're breathing in their ashes. Okay. I watched I a strange, My Strange Addiction where they ate their ashes. Like, they would, like, nah. dip, lick their finger and stick it in oh. the ashes and then eat it. And, like, like in the... Yeah, like in the course of like a year, she'd eaten like two pounds of ashes. Like like Cartman when he drank Hayes ashes. But number two was Love to Be Found, because I remember that song was very I liked how romantic it was. And number one was In Our Youth. Because that was a damn good song. I remember that song. That was a damn good song. And oh the stupid the things I did in my youth. Yeah. I brought back memories. So so overall, not a bad CD chance a lot. You've done worse. I definitely enjoyed it. So thank you for the introduction to them, to Jared in the Mill. Yeah, which I don't know. I that's not what I thought it was called originally, and then I looked up today and I was like, oh, it is called that. Okay. Like I thought it was called like uh Jared and Mill. Like I thought Mill is some guy's name. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But yeah, it's a lot better than the uh, other country album that our guest was going to bring on. God help us. We'll have to send that to Shannon just so she can laugh at it. But, because there's actually the 
guest album. Oh, goody. Can't wait. Uh, oh, goody's the fucking word right there. But <laughs> Well, I think it's time to go to another side of uh, country here, you could say. And I decided to bring forth on this one because, you know, someone wants me to do country and I try not to laugh at them. And then I bring forth the only thing I listen to that is country and that's country rap. And it was either going to be this artist I brought forth or it was going to be Moonshine Bandits. But I was like, I really don't know Moonshine Bandits well enough to pick up a CD. I'd have to listen to like all their CDs to pick a CD. So I'm like, Let's bring this CD. Let's bring the first CD by this artist I love. We're going to bring Boondocks' The Harvest. The tisket, a tasket. The scarecrow's out his casket. Turn out the lights and lock the door. A vision of the dead in the end, bread or backwards. Motherfucker born inside a tomb shed. Mama never loved me, never paid me no attention. And yes, for all people on this show that know me, Boondocks was a psychopathic records artist under Insane Clown Posse, and he is now with Twisted under Magic Ninja Entertainment. And his stuff just gets better and better as he go as he gets older. He's probably got eight or nine CDs out at this point. But and he has another he's he's part of the Underground Avengers rap group. He's got another name he goes by, Turncoat Dirty. So I mean he's got a lot of stuff going on. He's a great rapper. And he's got that southern drawl that rappers. I love rappers with that southern drawl. Like he's more southern than Juicy J is, for God's sake. So waiting for your chance to be like you, motherfucker. But I mean, I'm not arguing, but at the same time, it's like you, motherfucker. <laughs> but Shanna, as our guest, and before I get roasted by Chancy, what did you think of Boondocks? Well, when I first hit play on this, I was like, what is this? What am I listening to? I was like, what? I really enjoyed it. I put it on my like list. The whole thing was just fun. It was really, really fun. Like, I might have listened to it twice, maybe even three times. Color me, color me surprised. but I know, right? And well, I mean... See, this CD is like a soundtrack to a horror movie almost. Like, so if you like horror movies, I can see anybody who likes horror movies like being able to enjoy this CD for the most part. And there was I mean, some they... of it I was like, this sounds like the cartoon Beetlejuice theme. <laughs> I could definitely like, I could definitely pick up on the ICP influence on it. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely, you know, I was like, because when I, I didn't know that they were associated or anything. So when you just mentioned, because I was like this. Well, if it's a Jeremy pick, it's got to have some ICP connection to it somehow. And then, you know, typically. And so then, you know, then you said that and I'm like, oh, and then I was I was listening. I, I saw that there was a, a track on there that featured ICP. So I was like, oh, wonders never cease. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm going country, I'm going to I'm going to the deep south. But yeah. Chancy, no, it was fun what? all around. Just it was fun. I had a good time. What about you, Chancy? Well, out of the two that you had me listen to for this episode, I gotta say this one's definitely better than the other one. Oh no, fuck! 
Call me surprised again. That's like uh, that's like you saying my album was better than the guest's album, though. So I mean, um, it was it was. I mean, it wasn't bad. I pulled six songs off of the thing I could put on a list. It's not terrible. Mm. It's yeah, not I, an album that I would be like, "Oh my god, you have to listen to this." But see, it's you know. it's not. It's not. That's the point. It's it was his first album, and if I wanted to bring it, I didn't want to bring his best album. I wanted to bring the album he started with because it was also one of the most tame albums he did. So I wanted to bring the tamest album because I didn't know how our guests would take it. Ballad, that's understandable. Yeah, I didn't take that into consideration. I thought you just said phallic, and I'm like, what? But I mean, <laughs> I got... Uh, oh, I'm fucking dumb. I mean... Oh, <laughs> Chancy, wait till I bring his album eventually that has Let's Be Honest on it. Oof. And that's okay. L-E-Z, that's L-E-Z, be honest. But yeah, dude, I got I get the reference. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm happy everybody enjoyed Boondocks because I didn't think he was for everybody really. And I I even said to myself yesterday, oh, it's I not for seat. sure. It's not. Oh, it absolutely <laughs> is not for everybody. Absolutely not. We if just happened to find it. Yeah. Have, yeah. If anybody else had suggested this to me besides you, I would have been like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, when I think of the South, I think of Boondocks. So it's just the way it goes for me because it reminds me of cornfields and cornhole and various things happening in the cornfields, such as cornhole. Cornhole. But, so <laughs> for, this CD, for this CD, I actually had three honorable mentions because. But I'm big on goddamn big on boom. They go fucking three honorable mention. Goddamn, man. Get on, go on, get on, go on with it. Go on. Get on with it. Damn it, Boomhauer. We got to go get that mayonnaise for the potato salad. But, yeah. First, first honorable mention was out here. Because to me, that song just in, is Southern lifestyle. Like, out here where like there's nothing and like you're gonna see shit you don't want to see because there's just nothing out here that people who live here are outcasts. But next one was it ain't a thing because I it's kind of like catchy. It kind of reminds me of like a country, a more country like ghetto country Elvis in a way. But ghetto country I mean, Elvis. I, I think that's a bit of a fucking reach, bro. I mean, I'm I'm. I'm not trying to put that on a t-shirt and sell it. Yeah, right. Hey, Redneck country Elvis. Ghetto country Elvis. Yeah, ghetto country Elvis. That's right. That's what Chancy should be for Halloween. Put a fucking just like have Elvis sitting on a curb with like you know a grill and some killer rings, fucking throwing them out. <laughs> and, and some ninja my stars. Mom, my other one. Oh, dude. Because Roland is just, it's just a fun song. Like that's basically, it's just a fun song. Number five was uh, "Digging" because I love the beat in that one. The flow in it is freaking amazing. Number four is "Red Mist" because I believe X Murder Boys is on that song, if I'm not mistaken. And it's a it's a really good song, and it's typical horrorcore rap. So 
but Southern style. Number three is Pray With Snakes, and this is even my favorite version of Pray With Snakes. He did a remix on one of DJ Clay's uh, mixtapes he did. He did a remix of this song, and actually it's on his next EP as well after the CD, and it's a lot more like metal sounding, and it's even better, but like there's guitar in it and whatnot, but this version of Pray With Snakes is pretty good too, and I like the fact that it's actually a true thing. Like there are people that pray with snakes. Like you can see the videos all over YouTube and shit. Like it's insane that these people the are Epis- the Episcopalians. Yeah, I mean it's just it's stupid that they think they can just get bitten by snakes and God's gonna heal me from the snake's venom right away. It's called well, the anti-venom, you fucking fuck. What? It's called the anti-venom, you fucking fucks. You think they keep that shit around? No, they don't need no. it. Besides, that's not Save how it is. Your, your faith your faith is supposed to be so strong that God will not allow them to bite you. But what if you yeah. don't believe in God? Well, I mean, yeah, I, I learned that watching Cape Fear. Uh, <laughs> Robert De Niro <laughs> taught me that when, De Niro taught me that when, when he was holding that fucking flare. It's like, God damn, dude, just let go of the flare. Like, please, I'll I'll listen to whatever the fuck you gotta say. Just drop the fucking flare, man. I love Bobby but, D. But yeah, I mean, and plus the fact that like like and then when they're like I don't know what's this for I don't know if they said in this version, I don't remember honestly, but in the other version they always like they had this line where they say a bunch of times where it's like they talk about an old man going in the woods to gather snakes for church and like it's just Kind of like a beginning of a horror movie, almost. I will put five dollars in the goddamn offering bowl if you keep the snakes outside. Seriously, but number two is "Lady of Jaguar" because that's actually the first Boondock song I ever heard because it was on a ICP compilation CD called "Featuring Freshness," and one of the two CDs was all like their artists and songs they were on of theirs, and that's the first time I ever heard Boondocks was "Lady of Jaguar," and it's just. It's classic ICP almost, but with like Boondocks' Southern twist to it. And I love ICP's uh, verses in it as well. I mean, it's just a funny song. And of course, number one is The Harvest. Because I love the idea of Boondocks' whole like scarecrow, like kind of like Jeepers Creepers mythology behind his character. And The Harvest is the perfect song for that. And the whole, the, a tisket, a tasket, the scarecrow's ass casket, like that freaking shit is like creepy as shit if you listen to it when you're drunk enough. And if you're driving down like because when I first found out about boondocks, I used to live by cornfields in New York. So driving by the cornfields at night listening to this shit is like creepy as fuck. So basically any street in Chansey's area. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's so fine. Niece, that's why that's why I'm shaking my head. It's like we would drive around listening to this just going well, I guess we're fucking dead then. I don't know what to fucking tell you. Chase the car, dare you? <laughs> fucking he who walks behind the rose best stay out inside the lines. Otherwise, we're going to hit his ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that guy yeah, that on he who walks behind the rose, goddamn clip clip bum bum. Shanna, what, what were your top five for Boondocks? This was the other one, like I was mentioning, you know, that I really had a good time listening to. It was just, it was a fun experience. Um, I was working while I was listening to it because I was trying to cram all of these in. So, you know, I didn't 
this was just one that I could just put on play in the background and then, you know, wait till something caught my ear and then be like, okay, it's time to perk up and listen. So my number five was out here. Number four was Lady in the Jaguar or Jaguar. Three was seven. Yes. Um, two, it ain't a thing. And one, sipping on down. Oh, I love I do love sipping on down. That's a fun fucking song when you're drinking. Like, yeah, and especially at the end when they get to the true like hillbilly talk, it's like hilarious. But yeah, the whole thing was. I mean, I had. You okay there, Shanna? Yeah, it was just my alarm to take my meds. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was like, did she just go outside? What the no. fuck just happened? It's my alarm to take my night meds. You have to keep yourself on a schedule. Yep, you do. Schedule. But yeah, sipping on down. <laughs> sipping on down's classic. And Chancy, what were your top five for uh, old Boondocksy? So I had an honorable mention, and that was digging. Mm. Uh, number number five for me was Lady in a Jag. Uh, number uh, four was Rolling. Uh, number three was like a fire. Mm. Number two was pray with snakes. And then number one was the fucking intro, obviously. I know it. I know it. I know it. No, I'm just playing. It was seven. Uh, oh, oh, I'd be yeah. lying. It's it's both. It's the, I got I got the intro and seven on the same fucking line. Well, I love seven because the whole idea of like the seventh son of the seventh son, like it's like Boondocks goes biblical. And the seventh son fathered one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but Boondocks goes biblicals in a lot of fucking of his CDs. Like he even did a CD later on, like in the late early 20 teens uh, called Abaddon. Yeah. It's one of his best CDs. I fucking love that CD. It'll be on here eventually, but and I got introduced Chansey to Underground Avengers, but you'll like them. You'll like them. They have a very whole theme for the first album. But I call the Underground Avengers the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, well, what's the next one, Jihau? <laughs> well, the next after this, I believe we are going to go to. Chancy's other CD he brought. Since and I would be remiss to say I'm a little pissed off that I only got to pick one album. Did you want to have to listen to a six CD? Because well, originally there was going to no. be a. No, originally there... it would have been one of my favorites, and I wouldn't have had to have listened to it again. But instead, you fucking fucks made me listen to two each. Hey, don't you fucking fucks me? Don't you let me in with this white fucking devil? <laughs> I fucking was just along for the goddamn ride. All I got told was, hey, we're doing a fucking show, and there's going to be five albums. And I was like, what? He's like, we're taking the two we already had, and Shannon's bringing an album. And I was like, all right, white man, whatever the fuck you say. (laughs) Motherfucker, you're whiter than me. But You know how long it took me to lose this tan? Ten years. I've never been able to tan. Like, look at my picture. Look how pasty I am. I am opaque. But, no, I mean... (laughs) And originally, if we had another person agree, it was going to be six albums with four people. But that just didn't happen, so. 
because she was smart enough to say, I don't have time to listen to five albums in one day. But and actually, well, like, I was dumb know. enough to think the recording was tomorrow, so <laughs> 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 so I was like, sure, yeah. I can listen to four albums in two days, and then Chancey corrects me. He's like, You're fucking dumb. Like, you're, di- you're totally fucked. <laughs> but yeah, so Chancey, what was your album you brought? I brought fucking Faith No More's fucking album of the year. it should have been the album of the year that year that's not really true but it's a great fucking album anyway it's got my favorite faith no more song on it that's one of the biggest reasons why i picked it it's one of those unexpected songs that just kind of grabs you and just goddamn, what the fuck is that and then you just go for the whole ride mm. yeah shannon what do you think of faith no more did you have the faith in it I, it wasn't one that I would typically have like picked up and listened to on my own. I've heard of the band, but I wouldn't have been able to like name any of their songs or like if I heard one, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's Faith No More. <laughs> I like, no, couldn't do that. But I know for I mean, a fact that you have heard a song so many times on the radio. Oh, I'm sure. And I think I was like, oh, I know that song by that band. And then it wasn't on this. And I was like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Took one away yep. from me. The one I yep. knew. So I mean, it was it's not my cup of tea, but it wasn't like the worst thing I've ever shoved in my ear holes. Yeah, I mean I feel like I know one of those songs too, I just can't think of it. You have Yeah, yeah, it's 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 called yeah. it's called Epic. Yeah, yeah. You want it all, but you can't have you it. Can't yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is them. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, dude, and the the lead, the lead singer Mike fucking Patton is probably one of the greatest living singers we have so far. Dude, he's so fucking amazing. I mean, I'll put put Wait, it this way: better Such... than Gavin Rossdale? Are you serious? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like totally better than Gavin Rossdale. Oh my god, he's like three, he's like ten Gavin. He's like ten Gavins. Well, put this way, put this way, Jesse. I bought one of those Monsters of Rock dual CD collections back in the early 2000s. And guess what song was on the second CD? What you Probably like, Epic. You're going to tell yep. us. Epic it was either Epic it. Or, or fucking We Care A Lot. One of the two, because that's another no, one yep. about, like, We Care A Lot! I I mean, it was, it was Epic, and it was weird because it was almost like a rap slash rock song combined. Like, and it was on like a classic rock CD, like combo CD. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, fun fun fact: that same Mike Patton, the leader of that fucking of Faith No More, lead singer of Faith No More, is also the lead singer of Mr. Bungle. Oh God! Okay. Bungle is one of my favorite words. Oh, dude, that's one of the greatest bands ever. 
Like they fucking inspired Dog Passion Disco and so many other bands. Like they're one of the it's it it's kinda like a tie race as far as whether Chuck Schudlinger of Death or Mike Patton of fucking Mr. Bungle created death metal vocals. Like they kinda had something come out at the same year at the same time. And it's fucking just fucking epic. Well, all I could say is I like I like Faith No More a lot more than I like Mr. Bungle. But I enjoyed this CD on my way to work this morning after I finished off my CD. But um, I enjoyed this CD and the rest of the way to work. And then I finished it on my half-hour lunch break in my car before I go back in the office and clock in and eat lunch while working. But I... It's good to know I'm not the only one that does that. Because <laughs> well, if, if I can eat at my fucking desk, I'm going to eat my fucking desk. Like, I'm not going to eat my car... Like sitting. I work from home, so I will eat my lunch before I clock out, and then I'll snuggle with my dog on my thirty minutes. Mm. I mean, I well, when I work from home, I would just eat whatever the fuck I wanted to eat. Didn't give a fuck. But yeah, I mean, this CD was actually not bad, and I did enjoy it. It was a little bit better after I smoked some uh, banana cream pre roll today on my lunch break. But I ate a fruit roll up with ice cream in it. Nice. Yeah. You. That's good. Well, maybe, maybe with rainbow sherbet. I don't know. I can picture that. But it's yeah, good. I mean, I actually I enjoyed this. The first, the first couple songs in this CD, I was just like, "Ugh, what the fuck is this?" And then, like, I got I'm like, "This is just another '90s rock band that sounds similar to all the rest." And then, like, it got down a couple, and I was like, "Loving the song titles, liking the songs too." Holy shit! Like, so. I enjoyed it, Chancy. I enjoyed it. You brought worse. And the notorious man who was supposed to be on this show tonight probably would have loved it too, I'm sure. But what were your top five there, Chance a lot? Uh number five was mouth to mouth. Uh number four was naked in front of the computer. Mm. Uh number number three was collision. Uh, number two was uh, Strip Search. And uh, number one was Last Cup of Sorrow. We had a lot in common. We had a, we had a couple in common, but we only had one number in actual common. But uh, what about you there, Shanna? What were your top five for Faith? No more. Number five, I had Collision. Ooh. Number four, mm. I had Last Cup of Sorrow. Hmm. Three, I had She Loves Me Not. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Two ashes to ashes. Ooh, nice. and then one strip search. Yeah, oh. strip search is fucking amazing. Yeah, See? I really enjoyed that one. There's a couple songs of mine that I'm surprised no one else had in theirs, and I'm amazed at that. But I, I am honestly amazed. And well, I guess I had two honorable mentions actually, but here are my uh, my my list for Faith plus one. I mean Faith no more, but. Uh, my honorable my mentions were, of course, Naked in Front of the Computer and Strip Search. Because the, the titles alone, and I had to put them in my intro for Chansey. But because he's naked in my cellar. But number five was Mouth to Mouth. Because that was actually a good song. Number four was Helpless, which I'm surprised no one else picked that song because that song's fucking incredible. Like, yeah. 
like in the beginning of the song, even I was just like, yeah, this song's okay. And then like it got to the middle and the end, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh my god, dude! Mike Mike Patton just has that fucking voice where you think you're going one direction, and he just goes completely off somewhere else, and you're like, I'm fucking here for it. His wife must love his tongue skills, but and like you start off with it, and then like you can kind of zone out a little bit and do something else, and you're like, wait, is this a different song? Nope. Mm. Sure. You know, it, just, it just has that much range to it, and it's neat to kind of. Each song is like its own personal little adventure. So, number three was Last Cup of Sorrow, because that was a damn good song as well. It's fun to play on the guitar. I'm sure. Chancey's recruiting hey. me to be on the tummy drums. Mm. <laughs> or the boots. Take your pick. Uh, I mean, I was an actual drummer, so I can play the drums somewhat still. Okay. But You can be the drummer, and I will play the booty, the booty flute. Well, they they did build that into your Inspector Gadget like booty hole, right? When they reconstructed it, I ate a lot of cabbage. <laughs> I ate a lot of cabbage. And number two was Ashes to Ashes because that was a damn glorious song. And then my number yeah. one song, nobody else fucking picked, and I'm amazed because it was like the most amazing fucking song I've heard in a long time, and that I haven't heard before. And it was Past the Glory. Yeah, that's a good. That's that is a good one. I'll give you that. It's, it's long, but it was fucking amazing. Like, like it almost like that's like a Valhalla War song, like "Past the Glory." But I enjoyed the shit of it, honestly. But that was my top five for Chance Lost CD. Faith No More definitely is good. I mean, I honestly forgot about Epic that you mentioned it, and I was like, especially oh, since yeah. they've been around, especially since the band's been around since the fucking seventies. Well, yeah, I mean. Because to be on that freaking mix I had, they, all the bands in that were in the 70s and early... Well, some of them were in the early 90s, I guess. But I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure uh, Mr. Biggs, To Be With You, was on it. And that's like a 91 or 92 song. But... Just to get the chance to be with you. You know how many girls <laughs> in high school I said... You know how many girls in high school I would uh, send that song to on AIM and like be like, this is our song. Like... It works. It, it works sometimes. Dude, like, like you are the reason I have trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you sound like my wife, but <sighs> uh, all right yeah. now. Tell me what your fucking CD is. <laughs> yeah, well, I trust me that that song actually got me late a couple times, but. I actually was singing to girls too if I was drunk enough, but even though I look even though I look nothing like a country guy, but time to go to the last CD of the evening. We you might you might say we saved the best for last, and you wouldn't be wrong, but uh, no, but the last <laughs> CD of the night, the last uh, CD of the night. I don't I don't I don't think that's true, dude. This one this one kind of sucked. Sucked real bad. Rob, if you hear this part, this is why they both need to be on the show together on the network. Just saying, but this is <laughs> this is this is fucking bullshit. Well, the uh, last the CD didn't that... score. It didn't score. Oh, I agree. Score. This CD is about scoring a lot, but it's a, it's CD... about 
Fuck, it's all about non-consensual scoring. Fucking score, but it's not cool. Not cool. Listen, That's right. Listen, listen, Mr. I'm fucking in love with chloroform girl, but... Yeah, shut you up, didn't I? But this CD I she, tried to bring... She, she consented. She consented to smelling the napkin. All right. This CD I brought forth for this <laughs> episode. I brought forth because I was look. I was looking for an album that would go with the out with that with the CD our guest at the time brought forth, and this was the best I had, I think, for him. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they are British, but I'm not. I could be wrong about that too. I don't fucking know. But I decided to bring Lordy's, which I brought Lordy before. Actually, on the first on the first episode Shannon was on, I brought Lordy. I know you re-traumatized me. Because <laughs> it, it wasn't technically for you originally, but I I brought Lordy's Sexorcism. The demon has a name. The prophecies proclaim. You bring strife to us. There's no way. Because it's one of the last CDs they did that I loved. And, I mean, I love all their stuff, but, like, it's one of the ones I really loved. And it touches on, like, all my favorite topics in the world, which are sex topics. So, I, Sexorcism is an amazing CD, at least, at least like, the first half and part of the second half. But it's an amazing CD overall. And So, like, three quarters of it? Yeah. <laughs> but... I, I love Sexorcism. When it came out, I was fucking in love with it, and the video for my uh, number one song was fucking incredible. But we'll get to that in a minute. Shanna, as a guest, what did you think of the Sexorcism? I made a promise to myself that I would skip a song every time I heard a reference to sexual assault, and I had to skip a lot <laughs> of songs. <laughs> <laughs> so I struggled to find a top five. This was not a pleasant experience for me like i'm not this is not a song this is not a cd i would play for grams at all it's not supposed to be <laughs> no i mean i mean unless you unless you got one of those cool ass biker grandmas and fuck yeah but my mom was a biker chick she dated greasers but i don't and she used to tell my boyfriends that she was my dad and dragon stuff but like, I don't even think she would have liked this. And she used to watch Love After Lockup and <laughs> and Bad Girls Club and <laughs> my 70-year-old mom with her oxygen chain and her nighty watching Bad Girls Club. <laughs> mm. It was pretty great. Well, and this probably wouldn't have been up her alley. Uh, I don't know about that. But, I mean, Chancy. What do you think of it? Because you can't hate because you listen to a lot of the same shit. Oh, I assure you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It was one of those things where I was just like, what the? 
Like I would, I would just hit next. What in the fuck? What in the fuck? Are you fuck? Did I? Did I did I fast forward to the song or did I just get to the next song? It's a whole other song. They're talking about the same thing. They just did that to that poor lady. What's happening here? <laughs> but there is one. There's, there was there was one specific song that was like, oh, this is going straight to the fucking top. But yeah, no. I'm, oh, can you? Can you guess? You want to take a guess at it right now? Well, wait till we get to your turn for top five, and I'll guess we get to one. All right. But, well, see, Chancey, you've heard, what is it now, one or two Lordy CDs? I can't remember how many I brought on the show. Well, I think it's, it's at, at least, least two. two. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that this is only the second one I brought on, though. Not the th- not the third yeah, one. I, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure this is two, yeah. All right. Because there's still a lot, there's a lot more Lordy to bring, but, but this one, I mean, this CD is just so, it is a sex heavy CD, and I do love that. But it's just, they have themes. They're a very theme band like Gore, and they pick reasons to do songs. And I like their wordplay. Okay, okay, hold on. When you go in and throwing Guar in there, like they had themes too, like. Political themes. When I first saw them in concert was back in 2008, where it was Hillary Clinton, fucking Barack Obama, and fucking uh, John McCain, right? They fucking cut Hillary's tits off. They fucking ripped fucking Obama's jaw off, and they decapitated John McCain. Like, they unilaterally fucking killed everybody. But, like, we can't be comparing those. Those are apples and oranges. They're thematic, but it's like just rampant sex. Well, okay, never mind. The cod piece is a whole other story, but it's not. It's not the focal point. It's just the side of show. Chancey loves the cod piece that uh, Odorous Ungress would wear, but he's had many fond memories with it. But I had two honorable mentions only for this CD, and they are, of course, sexism because. That opening song is amazing. And the other one is Your Tongue's Got the Cat, because I like the wordplay of that one. And the keyboard guitar combo, and it reminds me of like a stick song. So, and it, it actually was kind of like a foreshadowing thing, because now all Lordy did was like a six CD, the last thing Lordy did was like a six CD collection of all like songs that are supposed to be like 70s, 80s, and 90s songs. And this sounds like a lot like they're like 70s like songs. So, it it's it's like kind of a foreshadowing thing and I like the wordplay, your tongue's got the cat. You know, it's a good metaphor for uh eating some box. But <laughs> number five mm-hmm. Don't make me come to Iowa. But number five was hot and satined because that's catchy as shit. It's like she's back from the dead, hot and satined. Like I love that shit. Like plus the guitar in that song's fucking the guitar in all their songs is pretty damn incredible, but and their voices. Their voices are so melodic when they sing this type of stuff. It's just like, how can you not love it? Number four was Romeo 8 Juliet. Because, I mean, first time I heard it, I didn't know if they were going for like a zombie thing or if they were going for like another oral sex reference. But apparently it was both, kind of. But I love the I, I love Shakespeare, so I love the play on the Shakespeare version of it. 
Like Romeo. If and someone Juliet. is going to Chowtown on me and then they take a bite, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> some girls like it, Shanna. Some, like some girls like it. But number three was Poltergeist because I love the whole Poltergeist references in it, and I love the I love the lines like "bind her, tie her" because I've had a lot of girls that were into that shit in my life. So, like I. Like I can relate to that song, and number two is "The Beast Is Yet to Come," because that song I fucking love. Like I've straight up said that line to women before too. Like during moments of intimacy, where it's like, "The Beast Is Yet to Come." <laughs> Life without hearing that. <laughs> like I've actually put that on. Like I play. Like my wife, my wife will tell me to put on music for like. Sure. Cause she always wants to put on music while we're doing shit. And I'm like, and I'm like, finally, I'm like, let me put on my music. And like, I put on this song like on repeat. <laughs> like, says, do me, baby, like a song about sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> no, the beast is yet to come. I don't think it's about sexual assault. Technically, it's about just the fact, just the fact that the beast, the, be- the beast hasn't come yet. So you better beware. But number one, of course, is kind of about assault and. The video for it is the first. It was a single for the CD, and the video for it was fucking incredible. And number one is "Naked in My Cellar" because the chorus is just so catchy as well. And I mean, it's basically the ver- it's basically a version of uh, "Chloroform Girl" in my mind. In a manner of speaking, I suppose. And when I heard "Chloroform Girl" for the first time, this is the song I thought of. And Terrifying. Plus, you you should see the you you should see the chick in the video, Chancy. Uh, I mean, mm, 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 mm. sorry, Casey. Mm. Like, fuck. I'm sure Casey would down some role play if you watch the video. But Shanna, as the guest, what were your top five? So this was like I've already kind of made my opinion on the album known, but this is one of those ones I had to force myself to hit shuffle, so I didn't just write down the first five songs as my five and be done with it. <laughs> so my number five was Hot and Satan. Uh, four, Hell Has Room. I love Hell Has Room. I do. Three, Rimskin Assassin. See, I mm, I knew you were going to pick that for one of your songs because your whole, like, ass thing. Um, <laughs> two was Poltergeist. Mm. And then one was Romeo 8 Juliet. So you literally put as your number two a song about assault. I had to pick the least of all the evils. The whole second half of the CD wasn't about assault. I didn't get that far, I'll be honest. I I skipped a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You you got to Rimskin Assassin and uh, Hell Has Room. That's the end of the CD, basically. Yeah, I skipped a lot. (laughs) Oh, you should go back and visit some of them. I mean, it's yeah, I can't look at music and be like, this song's about, about rape, unless it's actually Dark Half's rape. But even then, it's a fun take on it, like Horrifying Girl. But, but, uh, Chansey. I'd say this is pretty obvious. <laughs> mm. I, don't, I don't know. I think, I think Horrifying Girl is more about kidnapping than it is about rape. But I'm, I'm just going to go out there and say that. Dude, if you're Girl's about the abduction. 
If yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah. Wait, it's it's only logical sense what's coming next. I've heard enough true crime yeah, no, no. to know what's coming next. You can no chloroform God. someone with the intent to murder. It doesn't have to be, you know, P in the V. P in the V. What the hell? Barbara Girl has a Z in it, but um. V. V is in Victor. Oh, oh, oh. I heard. I heard P in the Z. I'm like, there's some new hole I don't know about, but. <laughs> but I mean, it's what I call my urethra. And is it, is it really? Is it, 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 is it really better to kidnap and murder somebody than to kidnap and just have you wear them and let them go? Uh, well, yeah, see, the thing is, them, like you know, I I don't necessarily. I mean, I think he was just planning on keeping them. Uh, well, well, yeah, but that, that's that. Then you know what's coming next, logically. Whether it be what necrophiliac or whether it be what necrophiliac or still beating. What if he just you wanted can't... a friend? Yeah, and Chansey wants to put the tip in the eye socket to see how it feels. Well, change their own. With consent. I'm not here to yuck on anybody's yum. But Chansey, what were your top five for Lordy? Uh number five was Romeo and Juliet, or Romeo eight Juliet, I should say. Uh, your tongue's got your cat. Uh, hell has, yeah, whatever. That one too. Uh, number three is uh, hell has room. Uh, number two was uh, slashing model girls. I like that one. I thought it was catchy. And uh, number one, oh, did you want to take your guess? It's SCG. Where the fuck one was in the CD? The documented phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. That's the one. The sporadic circle gathering. I think it was six or seven. Because they do. Yeah, it's it's like the shortest song. It's an it's a fucking it's a skit kind of. I mean, they do it on YouTube. They do. Yeah, I I heard that son of a bitch. I was like, oh, that's going straight to the top. See, I thought you would. <laughs> I thought, I thought you would love Naked in My Sour because it's kind of like a heavier rock version of Chloroform Girl. Yeah, I just, I don't know, but I must not. I must not have just been feeling it. Because mm. she wasn't. Because she wasn't naked in your cellar. You gotta get a cage. And get, you gotta get a cage and get Casey down there, and you'll see how it feels. But good luck with that. I'm. Pretty sure she could take Chansey. I mean, she tries to take his butthole all the time. She's had no success yet. At least that we know of. Because uh, I'm pretty she's sure got, that she can run faster mad than you can scared. I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt that. Especially if I'm scared. Fuck that. I'm gone. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not like my wife, where my wife's like a midget. So like, if she gets mad and she tries to come at me, I can stand there and laugh. But no, Casey, she's got those little like she's got those little hands. They're like tiny fucking stones. Ah, she I let her I ain't let her get close enough to catch a swing. Fuck that. I, I ain't was dumb. Not built for distance. I am good for like a three foot sprint. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. 
We did, listeners. We brought you five CDs in just over an hour. Woohoo! Yep. That's a that's something right there. Out here, you know. But ah, uh, but Shanna, we thank you for coming on. It's been a fun episode, and it has. We're, we're always glad to have return guests come back now. And where can they find you? Well, you can find me as a frequent guest on a multitude of podcast shows. Also, you can find me every Tuesday morning on Crime Rewind, where we provide you with an interesting new take on an old crime that's gone either cold or it's old or it's been forgotten. And you can listen to that anywhere except Apple, where you get your podcast fix. Hmm. Uh, talk to me about that. We may want to fix that part. but That would be fantastic uh, because the person that was supposed to be fixing it or making that happen is not. Well, Chancy, where can they find you besides Naked in My Cellar? Well, they can find me in the Book of Faces under my name right there. Right there. Dot one right there. Um, no French fried tires. I like them French fried tires and mustard. Mm -hmm. Uh, on Instagram and fucking uh, TikTok, it's the Red Eye Roundtable. On Twitter, it's fucking Red Eye Table because Elon just won't let you put your whole ass thing in there, motherfucking. Just a tip with Elon. On the Antisocial Network, uh. And, you know, YouTube and here and fucking basically anywhere that I can get in. I'm like, I'm like that guy that sneaks into the concert without paying. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Chancy is right. We are part of Antisocial Network, gladly. And yeah, that's right. Chancy gets in everywhere. Even where he's not wanted. Just like that guy that creeps into parties and takes other people's drugs. But you could, of course, find both of us on Facebook at Paranormal Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast for the S Facebook group. Name change coming soon. You can find us on Twitter and the gram as at Juggalo Bastard, and you can find us on Tiki Taki as at Juggalo Bastard Podcast. Name change coming soon. And you can find us on YouTube as Maniacal Music Musings, where this is streaming right now because I finally figured it out. But thank you, everybody, for watching, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Remember, like and subscribe so you can get more of us. Subscription service coming soon. Other than that, see you guys in a week. Say bye, Chante. Bye, Chante.